This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Philly. Last week, a Commonwealth court judge ruled in a landmark decision that the way Pennsylvania funds school districts was unconstitutional. Today, I'm joined with CityCast producer Mallory Falk, and we're talking with senior reporter for Chalkbeat Philadelphia, Dale Mezzacapa. It's Monday, February 13th, 2023. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Mallory, welcome to the Philly team. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to join you for a little bit. Yeah. Mallory, you've had experience covering our state's education system, right? Yeah, I actually covered this school funding trial um, alongside Dale back when I was a public radio reporter in Philly. So, Dale, it's so great to see you again. Same here. Yeah. And when I left uh, Philly, this trial had just wrapped up and the judge went off to make a decision. And now almost a year later, we finally have one. That's right. We have the decision and it was ruled unconstitutional, you know, the way that Pennsylvania funds its schools. Dale, let's get you in the conversation. Was this a victory for school districts? Yeah. Are all districts happy with this decision? Well, I don't know if every single school district is celebrated, celebrating it. I do know that districts like um, Philadelphia, William Penn, which was the lead plaintiff in the case, um, these are districts that, for the most part, spend less money now per student than richer districts do. And the way Pennsylvania and most states fund their schools is a combination of local property taxes and state aid and some federal aid for mostly directed towards specific programs like vocational ed and, and also for low-income students. The system as it exists favors wealthier districts. Wealthier districts have more money to spend for their kids because they can raise more in property taxes. And the state aid is meant to make up the difference Mm -hmm. uh, or at least to help level the playing field. But because of the way Pennsylvania historically has uh, raised its state aid and distributed it and the amount that that it has allocated to education... It did not level the playing field. It did not bring up the the poorer districts to the same level as the as the wealthier ones. So you had this situation in Pennsylvania that, you know, the, the, the districts that had the most needs and had to do the most for their students had less to spend on them uh, in a relative sense per student. So and this is true in most states. Uh, have a similar system. And this is by no means the only lawsuit of its kind. I mean, there's lawsuits like this in most of the states, I think, or Mm -hmm. more than half of them with varying results. In Pennsylvania, the courts up until this case, and there were cases filed back in the 90s here too, they they called it the legal term is non-justiciable. They said that This isn't a matter for the courts. It's a matter for the legislature and the elected office holders to Mm -hmm. determine 
and Judge um, Jubileer, you know, after hearing testimony for, I think it was 49 days, uh, she reached a different conclusion. You know, she said that the system of funding was was clearly unconstitutional because not every child had uh, the kinds of opportunity that they needed to succeed in life. So, Dale, how does this latest court decision impact the quality of education? Well, it depends on what you mean by by that. You know, a lot of people will measure quality in terms of, you know, the class size, for instance, smaller classes, teachers then have, you know, the ability to pay more attention to individual students. Uh, they measure it by the, the outcomes, you know, like do kids do well on tests? Uh, do they go to college? Do they graduate high school? They measure it by the conditions of the buildings that they go to school in. And, you know, by all those measures, Philadelphia, you know, has relatively large class size, has aging buildings, many of which are plagued with environmental hazards like asbestos and things like that, you know, much more expensive to to deal with. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is that if you have a classroom where most of the children have needs, most of them are behind, you know, that provides a lower quality because you have teachers who get burned out much more quickly. Right, so it's a, it's, it's a lot of challenges. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Dale, I know it was a long journey to even get this case in front of a judge. You know, this lawsuit was filed almost a decade ago. And before that, there had been other attempts to challenge the school funding system that never made it this far. You know, school officials have long said that the system is broken, but now we have a judge's ruling effectively calling this discrimination against poor districts in a way that affects children of color and and children from low income families the most. What does it mean for a judge to officially rule that Pennsylvania's funding system deprives some students of their fundamental right to learn? Right. Well, it should mean a lot. I mean, a judge jubileer is a Republican. So she is, you know, definitely coming from a particular seg- sector in, in Pennsylvania. And I must confess to not having read every word, but the decision is almost 800 it was, pages It was long. almost 800 pages. I was going to say you're forgiven. <laughs> okay. But I did, you know, try to at least skim the salient parts. So she clearly and unequivocally said the system is discriminatory and unconstitutional. And she heard from people, I mean, the from all, you know, Pennsylvania is a very diverse state. And this by no means was, you know, just the poor urban districts that had, 
you know, mostly students of color in them that sued. It was it was rural school districts. The Pennsylvania Association of Rural and Small Schools was was one of the uh, plaintiffs. Uh, a lot of the districts that in which you had educators and, and, and officials testify, you know, Panther Valley, Shenandoah Valley, you know, mm-hmm. districts with maybe a few thousand kids, if that, uh, in these, you know, dying coal towns or dead coal towns, you know, in the center of the state, it was a diverse group of districts. And, you know, she realized that this is something that impacts, you know, all kinds of kids all over the state. Although it is also true that it's disproportionately affects uh, affects districts in which there are, you know, students of color and and Mm -hmm. students who are economically disadvantaged. So obviously I represent Philadelphia, but Mallory, you're in Pittsburgh. Dale, neither of these cities were a plaintiff in the case, but how could schools in Philly be affected by this? Well, that's a that's a really good question. You know, the standard reaction was, you know, we're heartened by this, mm-hmm. you know, and so what would Philadelphia do with all this money? You know, so if they got extra money. So one issue is that, you know, this, the the state legislature back around the time that this court case was filed did establish a funding formula for distributing school aid that was considered to be a fair funding formula and that gave weight to conditions such as, you know, economically disadvantaged, special ed, you know, English language learners, all that. But it did not apply it to all the money. It only applied it to the new money that is added each year to the to the budget, assuming that the basic education aid goes up. So, you know, say if if the entire pot of money, which is something that Governor Shapiro, who filed an amicus brief when he was attorney general, might do is say, well, we, you know, all the money should go through this formula. In that case, Philadelphia could get almost a billion dollars more wow. uh, in state aid than it has than it is now, or a huge chunk in any case. So, you know, so it would hire more teachers, but there's a teacher shortage right now. It's, right. They're, they're having trouble filling the jobs that they already have. You know, you would say, OK, well, we'll hire more teachers and we'll reduce class size. But a lot of the buildings don't have the room for that, you know, even if they had could hire the teachers. So. One of the things that was enumerated during the, the case was, you know, well, they could have more behavioral health specialists and psychologists and, you know, reading specialists and tutors and, you know, those kinds of opportunities. And I guess they could do a lot of that. But to immediately see a stark difference in what, you know, is happening at the local public school today and what would be happening in it you know, with this additional money, it's hard to really, you know, think it all through and figure out exactly what will change right away. So, Dale, what what happens next? What happens next in this case? Do we know how the state will go about funding education? No, we don't know. We'll know more uh, in about a month because the I did a story in which, you know, the Republicans had a predictable reaction they thought that the, the judge had overreached, uh, which was their argument all along, that this is a matter mm-hmm. for the legislature. But they have till the 9th of March to appeal. And no one has come out yet and said we're going to appeal, that I'm aware of anyway. 
they may be thinking about what, you know, and the legislature in Harrisburg is also a bit up in the air, as you know, but the Democrats actually have taken control now. So it's a divided legislature. And Governor Shapiro, you know, said that he's carefully reviewing the the decision. So, but he's making his budget address on the 7th of March. So between what he says and whether or not an appeal is filed, the governor could still propose, you know, a budget. But if there is is not an appeal, uh, I guess it could, you know, a wholesale change could happen much quicker. But we don't know that yet. Dale Mezzacappa, senior reporter for Chalkbeat Philadelphia and CityCast producer Mallory Falk. Thanks for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Trinae. We'll have links to Dale's latest stories about the court decision and the state school funding case in our show notes. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Last week, city council rejected a police training measure that called for minimum force training for officers. According to the Inquirer, several council members said they supported the idea of the training, but could not support the resolution because of some controversial language linking criminal justice reform efforts to rising crime. SEPTA is going to be adding more security officers on the L and Broad Street subway lines. According to NBC10, this comes after a recent rise in violent incidents at stations, platforms, and on trains. And we're not even going to talk about the Super Bowl loss. I'm not ready yet. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed learning about the latest on the school funding decision, please share this episode, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. A plaintiff in the case, and neither was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh.